Can y'all keep doing that? We're back! Oh, it's on. Oh, yeah, we're starting. Corona couldn't kill us! <laughs> we're all immortal until their purpose is fulfilled. Apparently, our purpose is yet to be fulfilled, guys. Welcome back to um, Bible for Breakfast with Mason, Cade, and Matt. Sorry for the uh, multi week hiatus. Um, multi month hiatus. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're back, obviously. Yeah. And today I think we're going to do just like a easy intro back into our weekly podcast. This is going to be really lighthearted, really fun. Uh, and we are going to describe our ideal church. Yeah, so we're actually in a different location. We're actually on my porch. Yeah, we um, are. And so the uh, yeah, the atmosphere is very telling. But during these these uh, these you know, kind of heavy times, everyone's a little stressed out. We figured we would kind of break the ice with a uh, pretty lighthearted week. And um, I'm sure everyone, as they've gone to church, thinks in the back of their head, there's something about this service and this mm-hmm. church that I would want to fix, right? We all like to get, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a hammer and a, and, you know, a drill and just try to fix the church whenever we can. Well, Or there's something about the church that we really like and draws yeah. us back into yeah. coming back. And, um, you know, this will be a, a little game that you can even play, uh, you play at home. And you can send us your comments, and you can send us yeah, what send you Send us think. your scores. Yeah, yeah, send us your scores. Um, we'll keep We tally. are going to talk about, we're going to do exactly that. We're going to build our own church, right? And just, you know, disclaimer, this is just our personal preferences. Yes. At the end of the day, there's really no right way to do church yeah, yeah. I mean there is there is but we don't we don't know what it is we might think we do we don't know what it is you know at the end of the day Jesus really doesn't care about our preferences he wants us to live in obedience to him and so we're just going to do what we do you know yeah. and we're going to we roll go. with it oh yeah um, we, do, we don't ahead. we don't intend to to, uh, to uh, um, offend offend anybody but um, some of y'all might get offended yep. just by and Mason yeah, I mostly by Mason. Yeah, I, mostly I, Mason. I hate to burst your bubble. I, I don't, I don't particularly care. But <laughs> <laughs> the combined, the combined theoretical age between Mason and myself is ninety six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so our yeah. preferences are probably not going to be very uh, yeah. modern. Sorry. Um, also, uh, question by question, this, these questions, uh, our answers will be preferential, meaning that, um, like, they may not line up. Like, one of us might say that we are okay with having uh, or may prefer having church in, like, a convention center, mm-hmm. but also really enjoy pews over chairs or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, yeah. these things won't... It's uh, hypothetical. Yeah. This is just our personal preference specifically toward the questions. So, I will be the... My script. I will be the, uh, the moderator for today. I think it'd be interesting to go and just briefly give a little 30-second... Explanation of your home church. That way, we can all kind of see where we're coming from. Okay. Um, I'm assuming most of our listeners have either either go to or know about Emmanuel, so we'll, we'll leave Emmanuel out of this. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I will start. Uh, I go to Fisherville Baptist Church back at home. Fishville. I would say I'm sorry. Fishville. 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 Fishville Baptist. If you don't say Fishville, they know you're a you're a visitor. Um, Praise God. Amen. Um, I would say that that. My church is easily much more conservative and traditional than most of the listeners are probably 
used to. Um, we do use a hymn book. Um, we are in an actual sanctuary, um, like a, I, I mean, like a designated pew, you know, your pews. Um, so that's kind of what I was brought up in. A um, little bit different than Emmanuel, but, but obviously not theologically very different. So. <clears throat> Sorry, I got some stuff in my throat. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I, um, me growing up, I was uh, I was a church hopper. I could only go to yeah, church. Yeah. I could only go to church to places that somebody would come and pick me up and take me. Um, mm. For the most part. So I have a lot of experiences with a lot of different churches, um, but the one that I probably solidified myself going to is Hyman First Baptist, and honestly here at Emmanuel, but let's just do my hometown one for clarity's sake. Um, uh, pews, very, uh, very conservative hymnals. Um, actually I'll take that back because, uh, the choir got so small that they couldn't do choir anymore with hymnals and they just started worshiping with, uh, a band. So yeah. (laughs) Um, already getting into it, but yeah, uh, we're bad. Uh, obviously it's a first Baptist church. Uh, and you can kind of put it together from there. All right. Cool. Um, so I grew up Methodist until I was about t- 10, 12-ish, somewhere in that range. So first, you know, that Methodist, very old school, um, hymns, small little country church, mm-hmm. you know, apple butter every fall. Amen. Praise praise the Lamb. I love it. But so then we tra- we moved to a Baptist church up the road, and it's kind of the same thing. It's a little bit more modern. Um we do have a band. We do have a choir with the band. We don't have, we said it's in the gym of the, there's, there's an old church building and then there's a new center that they built. It's got a gym. We meet in the gym. That's um, cool. So we have music and we have screens and, you know, lyrics and screens and stuff like that. So it's a little, it's a mix. We're trying to modernize, but, um, you know, we're still, a large majority of the population is older. Yeah. So we're still in that, that, that weird stage. That's kind of what I'm used to. Um, I think yeah. I, I, you know, kind of echoing Mason's point, it's probably going to echo in our preferences here in a little bit, but yep. um, I'm excited to dive into this. I haven't seen the questions yet. Yeah. Matt has. I wrote them. Um, we're, oh, gosh. We're probably going to have uh, some ideas pop up in our heads, and we can we can bounce off each other. Yep. Um, so all three of us answered this already, but um, if you want to stray away from your your previous answer this would be the time to do it um is there any when we're building our church you know and oh by the way i should say we're building three different churches it's not like we all have to agree we're going to actually probably disagree on some stuff these are three different churches um (laughs) is there anyone that wants to take a step towards another denomination is there anyone that no one no cricket so i no i would align with southern baptist because i think the southern baptist tend to run back to scripture mm-hmm. most of the time i i do think that we fall short sometimes in traditions southern baptist traditions however i have not yet found a better not a denomination yeah. so i would stick with southern baptist and me personally I, I mean again i've been to a lot of different places i've gone non-denominational methodist uh, first united methodist uh pentecostal old regular all the, all the things uh, yeah, old regular. What's that? You don't know what old regular? Ooh, that's a different. That's a different. That's a, different, yeah, that's a completely that's different, different animal. But um, if y'all know what old regular is out there, God bless you. So um, I'm gonna. St- 
I'm going to stick with Baptist just because, yeah. in my opinion, it's the most theologically sound, even though not all of them are yeah. as what Kate yeah. said. Um, but they, I identify it with it the most. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm I'm a true blood Baptist, I guess. Um, <laughs> he's a purebred. Yeah, I'm a purebred. I've never seen a more. I've never met a more Baptist man than this guy. Amen. Amen. Um, we will actually. That that brings up an interesting topic. We will talk about one of these weeks. We'll have a week on the denominations and um, some of that. We can look at the, we can look at the core beliefs of the different denominations. Yeah. and See where they where they differ. Um, like however, this. well, Devon Goings, if you're listening to this, you know what I'm thinking in my head, and I'll explain it to to uh, my podcast assistance later um but don't know <laughs> don't worry okay okay next just saying my favorite form of baptist though came out of london circa 1689 1689 yeah okay. it's my favorite baptist whatever let's keep going okay actually you know what that's that'll bring up a, a, a second question would anyone like to uh to subscribe to a creed or confession your church no church i've ever really been to um, well, I mean, I'm sure they have, yeah. but I probably wasn't there long enough to pick up on yeah. it. Yeah, it'll be on your church's website. If y'all are curious, you can go home and look at your church's website on beliefs, and they might have. Most Baptist churches have the 2000 Baptist Faith and the Message of 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you do go to church that subscribes you know, to 1689, I'm going to go ahead and actually defer on that question, because uh, I, I don't know yet. Yeah. But, okay, let's get into the, 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 the fun, fun stuff. stuff. Um, your ideal church size, not building size, mm-hmm. uh, congregation size. Um, mm. And I'm talking about both members. So you, this is going to have two answers. So right. members mm-hmm. and then just your Sunday writ large. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. I like, um, let's see if the phone's still working here. Uh, it is. Okay, cool. So I, um, I kind of like the hundred to two hundred person range personally. Um, like, kind of like, kind of like Emmanuel, but maybe a little bit bigger. Emmanuel um, Corbin? No, ours. Kind of like. Well, I I take that back. Around a hundred. Okay. Probably is where I'd like to fall because I've been to. I mean, I've been to some pretty big churches and some really small churches, and the big ones to me, I don't have that much community with yeah. everybody. I don't like walking into church and looking around and being like, hey, I've never seen you before. Well, I've gone here for the past seven years. You know? Right. So, I, mean, yeah. I don't really like that. But I also have been a part of churches that have a congregation size of about seven. Mm-hmm. And um, they all try to run the church. They mm-hmm. all try to collectively be pastors, even if they're mm-hmm. not qualified. And, it's uh, an interesting problem. Stuff. Yeah, it, it, it never ended well. That church actually imploded. But that's a story for another time. Um yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, okay. So yeah, that's me. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo what Matt said. Um, I think that a hundred is a perfect number because, in my opinion, dangerous opinion here, it is very very difficult for a pastor to shepherd to faithfully shepherd more they, than that yeah. number. Like I'm not I'm not saying that it's when you get over that you can't. You can't shepherd your church, yeah. but you can't necessarily pour individually into everybody in your church. Yeah, maybe in the way that you should. Yeah. So I, I, I like a hundred. Two hundred is two hundred would be my cap. Like if we got more yeah. than two hundred, split the church, start a new one. But a hundred is my preference. That's where I want to be at. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, not a lot of, uh, 
conflict so far. I think a hundred. I would actually lower my cap a little bit, mm-hmm. just a touch. I think a hundred and hundred and fifty uh, total, and that and that I mean is like a Sunday morning. Okay. Um, a hundred to hundred and fifty on a Sunday morning average, you know, in like September. Yep. Um, is is like pr- is probably where I'd like to keep it as far as members, um, because you know there is a difference between actual, and like, we'll get into that later. But as far as members or just people who have showed up because their friend dragged them. Mm. Um, I would like anywhere from around 75 members, I think, is, is, is pretty healthy. Okay. I like that. Um, That's a good number. Yeah, And obviously, we want the church to expand yeah. to all four corners of the earth, so I'm not going to confine the church to 150 people. But um, that, we're just talking about the local congregation, of course. Okay, um, next, we're going to get into the building. The actual building. Don't okay. focus so much on, you know, the sanctuary or the pews yet. We'll get to that. I'm talking about the actual architect, like the the actual mm-hmm. building itself. Um, are you thinking more of a of a of a of an updated kind of new techie church? Are you wanting to do it in an old tin barn down the road? Are you wanting a nice foundational? You know, nice pillars. Uh, are you wanting a cathedral? You could you, you can make your case for a cathedral here. Yeah. So, I really, really, really enjoy. Um, I've gone to I went to St. Louis uh, a couple summers ago and went to uh, Cathedral de Basilica in St. Louis. Very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love that, and I love I love ornate um, old churches. Mm-hmm. However, I don't necessarily have a Preference. So, I mean, in Williamsburg, you know, for good night, for not good night, for church, you know, we set up every week in the convention center in the gym. Yeah. And we set up chairs. Uh, we do all that. I don't have a preference in where I'm meeting. Now, would I like a consistent, like, because like, like I said, my church back home, we meet in the gym. Yeah. Of our, our new building. So, I don't have a preference necessarily. I enjoy... An old building. I would like to maybe have an old building, an old church occasionally. So, like, my yeah. church back home, we have the old sanctuary, and that's where we go have, like, Christmas Eve's candlelight services. Oh, yeah, and I cool. like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's good to get back into that. Right. Um, but I don't necessarily think I have a preference as far as a building specifically. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. Yeah. Um, and we'll change around the rotation. Yeah, we'll go this this time. Um, so, this isn't a time where you have to abandon your... Uh, you know your previous mm-hmm. conviction about you know God doesn't doesn't dwell in temples made by man. You're allowed to pick a preference here, right? Like, you, like you're allowed to to say I want this, right? Because this is all this is all hypothetical. I don't think there's anything wrong with 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 pretty churches, right? With with like with like an aesthetically pleasing church. Like some people get kind of antsy and there's a knee jerk reaction. To, to having a pretty church um, with a lot like of decorations. I've been to the Basilica, um, which obviously is, is a Catholic church, but it is a gorgeous, gorgeous church, and I'm not opposed to a, a visibly pleasing church. Yeah. Um, as much as having church in a barn would be cool, mm-hmm. that would probably be my second second option. I'm gonna go with uh, a more traditional. Um, you know, like either like a nice red brick with some white pillars and trim, not anything gaudy, right? I'm not talking about anything like super gaudy, but just something clean, I think. 
and um, you know things neat. You know the yard mode, the, you know, the property taken care of. Um, not too big of a building, um, and I I think I'd put it just on the outskirts of town, right? I just on the location lip. too. You really thought about this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like just on the <laughs> lip. That way, like we could minister inside the city. You know, mm -hmm. we could we could reach inside the city. However, um, we have like we're reaching, of course, out into the into the mainlands a little bit. Um, one of the things my church at home struggles with is actually getting out and reaching the community because I don't know if you all have ever, ever been to Fisherville, but it's, uh, it's not like it's not like Williamsburg where you can walk onto a college campus, right? The nearest school is about a about a twenty thirty minute drive, so it's 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 not as easy to just go have a ministry on someone's campus like we can here. But so that's that's mine. I understand. I kind of like. Um, <clears throat> I agree more so with Cade. I I don't really care one way or another, as long as it can hold the amount of people. Um, and it has the technological advances to where that you can project and be able to allow people to sing, which we'll get into that later. I know, Mason. Um, but as long as the technology is up to par to be able to help or aid with the services. So just electricity? Um, you need well, electricity? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Deal. Um, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, sure. As long as the building has electricity, I'm great. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I guess we'll allow for plumbing. I do kind of, yeah. Okay. I do kind of, well, right, well, right, well, All right, well. all right. I do kind of like, um, like, balconies. I do I do think there are, um, okay. wow. yeah, I do think there are ad cool. advantages for balconies, not just for, like, the preacher, but for, um, like, he can use them for, I've seen him, I've seen my preacher back home use people in the balconies, like, as, like, an illustration thing. Oh, yeah, man. like in his sermons, uh, but also it allow like if you don't want to be on the floor, if you're just not comfortable with being in the masses of yeah. people, you can sit like above that. and watch down. Yeah, so I really enjoy that. As long as the building has electricity, plumbing's optional, and has balconies, I'm good to go. Oh, wow. and stained glass windows. That's pretty good. Okay, I do that, enjoy stained a, glass I windows. love a good I stained glass window. window. I do love stained There's glass something window. about when when the sun hits it at like 7.30. Oh, have, it's gorgeous. We have pretty early service. Oh, 7.30? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good 7.30 in the morning, right when the wind, right when it cracks through those colors. Oh, man. Okay. We have spent three minutes on this one I will question. say this. If I'm having to pick a specific looking church, I'm not... Mason called me out. I'm not going to be a Christian. Say, oh, I just meet wherever. Oh, personally, also, also, personally, I want a house church. If you want my real opinion, well, he called both house, of us out and I said want a house that he wants it on the outskirts of town. The I, minister. I really, we're both sinners. I really <laughs> like a plain white church, black roof. So, like, uh, um, the Methodist church down here. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I like small, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Now, preferably, like I said, house church. But I'm picking a church. That's one of our guys. We're going on four minutes with yeah, this question. All right, all right, let's, 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 my, try to, uh, let's try to like, keep that hand in my paper out. Well, yeah, we're trying. Um, okay, now we're going to get into the big one. Uh, we're going to get into worship. Everything oh, that, that... We're about um, to start fighting, y'all. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think so. I, I'm trying to handle this one one segment at a time, because like, we could talk about worship oh, for, yeah. forever. Um, and... I'm going to make you guys pin down on one of these two answers, even though I'm, the, the question obviously isn't limited just to these All two right, answers. Dad. But um, let's see. Hymns or contemporary worship music? Not, 
I didn't say hymn book versus on the screen. I just said like the actual content of the music, mm. right? Um, hymns or Hillsong, and obviously like Hillsong is is a broad category. By Hillsong, I mean anything contemporary. Okay, it's, but this is just like, why do you have to pick one? Because otherwise, we'll be talking about this for forty-five minutes. All right, uh, hymns. Hymns. I'm gonna go with contemporary. Contemporary. Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, every church I'd gone to, other than that, other than my home church, during the early days of it, before the choir got so small, every one of them was Hillsong. So I was ready. I, I you all know, I know zero hymns. That's now I don't know any of them except I'll or I'll fly I like, away. I've I like three hymn books. I just gave away my answer. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't. I wasn't. I was not raised up on them. Yeah. I was raised up on worship. In general, and that's what—that's yeah. how I work. I like so. so. What I like about hymns is, I don't. I there's now. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of very theologically rich songs written today. Oh right. yes, yes, but, yes, I agree. But you're not going to find. I don't think you're going to find more consistently theologically rich yeah. music than you will with hymns. Yeah. So no, do, do hymns get me like as emotionally pumped up? Maybe as Mason, you yeah, whatever. But do they get me as emotionally <laughs> pumped up as some songs? Maybe, maybe not. But yeah. at the same time, they make me reflect a lot more on my yeah. myself, and yeah. I have to pay more attention to the music because if I don't, you know, whatever. So I, I do prefer hymns just because of the theological. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pick him, but for a little bit of a different reason. Um, again, I think content. Well, I've heard some really bad hymns, by the way. I've heard some True. really theologically horrible hymns. Um, but, and you're not to get all off into the weeds of what makes a hymn a hymn, but I want something that, um, survives through the ages, okay. which hymns have done, right? Like Hillsong is, 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 is going to be gone one day. As much as they, they're catchy, they sound good. There's going to be a point where people are going to forget about Hillsong. I don't think anyone's ever going to forget Amazing Grace. Like there's something about like you can hum the tune of Amazing Grace. And atheists will pick up on it. Everyone will pick up on it. There's something about everyone in the congregation being able to pick up a melody and sing it together. I respect that. Whereas you don't have to have you know, the vocal cords of like an American Idolist to sing some songs, right? Um, but we're uh, we're getting off a little bit. Um, if you picked hymns, so Kate and I, um, I'm exempt. All right. Well, like, I'll I'll. I'll I'll, I'll chime in. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure something out for you. Um, choir. Are we gonna? Are you gonna have a choir? No. That that kind of goes on with it. Kind of leads the hymns. Leads the rest of the congregation in the hymns. Um, no. Are you gonna? Okay. So you're just no no I'm to not choir. A choir guy. I'm just not a choir. Why? Um, so for me, you know, I mean, act to me with leading worship and within worship. Now I'll say this. I don't know if this is a question. Or not. Mm -hmm. I might be jumping the gun. I like a band. You're jumping the gun. Well, kind of. We'll no, you're fine. You can answer. You're answer. I like a band. I don't okay. like a choir with a band. Really? I and, I and I'm even a guy. You're, Mason may not like this. You're probably not. I like hymns, but I'm okay with a sped up. Um, to a point. I, I'm okay with the Shane and Shane or the Casting Crowns. To a point. Yeah. Hymns that are a little quicker. They're not the same. So I'm like okay a remastered. Hymn. Yeah. So okay. I I'm not a choir guy. I just it's just mm -hmm. my, I just a thing. It's not really like anything against them. I just. To me, I want if I, that large group of people can sit right in the pews with the rest of us and worship 
in the same way. Okay. That's just my and that's just my take. Yeah. I don't now, what if that choir kind of took on more of a leadership role? Because like I've like I've been to some churches where a hymn master will stand up and say, "Everyone, hymn three fifteen. And the choir is already trained in that, you know, yeah. that hymn, and they just kind of lead the rest of the congregation, right? It's not necessarily a performance as much as it is just, you know, you want to give yeah. somebody something to do on the weekends, they can come come join another choir. I, I mean, I don't have anything necessarily against them. I okay. just don't prefer to not have one. Okay. Your turn. Band. Well, I mean, y'all obviously know my answer. Yeah. It's I, 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 don't, I don't hate the choir. Um, I now I, I will say I don't want it to be a performance every time yeah. the choir gets out. I don't you want to cut your numbers at some point. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, but Matt, we'll kind of include you in this question now. Let's talk about so, a band, a worship band. Um, do you have one guy up there that is just humming a guitar, or do you, do you got like a saxophone and a and a tuba? Or I really like. Um I like a little bit of piano. Like I, I know, do like piano. I do yeah. like the piano. Just okay. keep, just keep the tune there. Um, but I do enjoy an acoustic guitar yep. and a cajon. A, a what? A cajon. I like that. The cajon. Sorry. It's a cajon. Okay, okay, so yes. it's a box that you, box sit, you on sit on and you tap, like you, you tap the box. You, and it's like, you don't know what a cajon is? Maybe you just we'll keep show, we'll show you later. Okay, okay cool. It it's a, it's it's literally just a box that you sit on top of, okay, and it like has it. like this metal thing, this metal plating, and it's hollow. It's and you smack it, and like you keep the, like you can do like the whole. You can keep the beat and stuff. Okay. So I like I like a cajon, I like an acoustic guitar, and I like a piano. So since we're going with our preferred ideal band, mm-hmm. if I could build my ideal band, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna ruffle some feathers here. I don't want an electric guitar on my stage. I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't want electric. I don't want a full drum set on. What my do you mean camera. by electric? I don't need it. Electric. Well, it's not an acoustic guitar. I well, want an acoustic well, guitar that's plugged in. That's fine. Okay, that's that's still electric. Though. Okay, it's my so, apologies. Okay, I, don't want, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want a. None of those. Okay. Get off my stage. I don't want a. I don't want a full drum set. I like the cajon idea. I don't have to have a drum, but I do want a piano. I like a piano. I like and a keyboard. Morgan. I've never actually heard an organ in the service. So I don't really know. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> but let me let me throw this out there. Let me let me give it to you straight. Okay. If you want me to be happy at my church every week, <laughs> y'all gonna think this is crazy. Put some bagpipes on that stage. <laughs> you, if you put bagpipes on my stage, I mean, I've, I've discovered Celtic worship music and it's changed my life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a third sacrament. Actually, is um. Uh, Receiving a chord from the pipe or from the, the bagpipes, I think that's good. Somewhere in from the South Fourth. I will say this: I don't. And I, I might be jumping again. Again, I don't know. Do you have a question about technology and worship? Uh, yes. Okay. That's that, that's your that's actually where we're going to go after this. I have a little side question though. Okay. Um, for people who who actually want a band, mm-hmm. right? For you guys who actually want a band, say that you live in a really small town, you can't find a guy. To play the drums, that's a Christian. Do you hire the pagan kid? No. To come play Christian? No. No. What if, what if, like, it, it's either that or, or, or nothing? No you, drums. You take you nothing? Break out, you no break drums. out a cajon. A, okay, good. We're all in the same because page. You can keep a beat. That's a trend You nowadays. can play a cajon. It is, because that's here's a trend. The, here's the reality. is like, we, we, we can't. We know, value the performance. Yeah. We can't knowingly, we can't knowingly let non-believers 
Sure. Right, sir. Yeah. In the church no. body. Okay, good. Okay. Amen. Yeah, we're I on like the same it. page. Don't worry. Um, okay, so we'll just tackle all of technology at once because it, it, like, yeah, it, it's kind of in different segments. Right. Um, Hit it up. Um, as far as the lyrics of the songs you're singing, um, do you do the, like, you wait, um, you kill a bunch of trees and print a bunch of stuff out and hand it to people no. in the pulpit or in the pews? Um, my, see, I have, I've solved this problem. I have a hymn book. Well, I've I've solved this problem. Um, so the burden of explanation is on you all. How you're gonna? Um, I mean, as long as I have electricity, if yeah. we all remember, I can have a projector. So I you mean, can. I really enjoy projectors. I, I'm a, I'm also a fan of projectors for the lyrics because because you kill a ton no, no, of trees no, too no. with your hymnals. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, okay, wrong. but like I have a hymnal from the they 1980s. might be old trees. Yeah, don't get but me wrong. You still kill them. There is nothing more like special than opening up that hymn book. But but for the sake of I got a side note sake of practicality, that. just give me one screen, one projection, let me get the lyrics on the screen. Yeah, but like I don't have to hire a tech guy. But see, the one of the reasons why I didn't, no. the, why I don't like hymnals personally, is because I can't read music. I know that you can follow the trend of how high that you need to sing and all that. Well, but, and it kind of reflects that in the hymnal, but it just but, gives me anxiety. But like, straight up, say that. There was a verse in Alas and Did My Savior Bleed that you forgot the third verse. You know the melody. Mm-hmm. You just need the lyrics. The, don't sing it. You just you don't sing it? You Keep sit, worshiping. You don't do anything? Sit there and reflect. You, you just sit there and sit do and this? Refle- yeah. No. Have you not seen somebody worshiping but just have their eyes closed and just giving it all to God? I want to because contribute me personally. with the words on all the right. page. Well, this, this is about to get theological. So for me, oh, here we go. <laughs> I can't sing. I know that the Bible says. That, I know. I know the Bible says that, that it's pleasurable for him to, to to listen to me. Me personally, every time I sing, I think he's probably covering his ears right now. Well, God doesn't have. I know. Like, I know. Ears. I know. Let's just go with me. And he's there still, he still hears multi- it regardless. There, there have been multiple times where I just I sit and I let mm-hmm. the people around me sing sing for me. Yes. I'll let them identify with my worship. I'm okay with that. Because I personally, Reflection. like, what happens if you're in church, but you have no voice? Like, if your allergies have no voice? Like, you can't Okay, that's obviously. That's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> like, you're awesome. worshiping that's, God. You don't have like one to in sing to million worship. people. But, well, it doesn't matter. The premise is still the same. Like, I don't think I have to sing to worship. I don't think you do either. I, I can just allow, think now. Well, yeah, but I, w- I would rather allow them sing for I do sing. But when okay. I don't know okay. words, we are off on a, I we are, we are perfectly off on a fine. Fine. Okay, cool. So. Um, I, I will say, if you two are okay with this, we're like four questions in. I think minutes. I think we just if we have to cut this episode and start a second one. No, that's perfectly fine, both, guys. So I'll post both. these both um, one right after another. Uh, there won't be any time difference. Um, so this first one will probably go for sixty minutes, and then the next one it might go for like twenty four yeah. or thirty yeah. or something like that. Exactly. But this is all one. Yeah. No more, no less. <laughs> no more, no less. No more, no less. We'll hit it. Happy Kobe. Eighty four okay. minutes. Let's yeah, go. we have. We're not even a quarter of the way done. Uh, um, <laughs> let's go. Okay, this one will be pretty quick. Maybe pews or chairs, or if Aaron Wharton were here, he'd said mats, like mats on the like ground. Me on the ground. Oh, mats. No, yeah, like, like, a, like, a, like a rug. Pews. Pews. Any any reason? I just enjoy pews. Like I like it. Like when I walk into a church and I see pews, I think God. Yeah. Like straight up. Like I just have like 
Yeah. Word's getting handled here. Yeah, dang okay. right. Like, like, there's about to be fire. So, <laughs> but I got to say that too is because the Pentecostal church I went to also had pews, and uh, that was like screaming fire. So, no, and the old regular. But anyway, <laughs> um, I guess there's all these years of putting chairs out. Yeah, like something nailed to the ground would be nice. That'd yeah, be, I just, be I just like, <laughs> yeah. there's something about a pew, like, there's also something about, like, sitting next to someone on a pew and, like, having to oh, yeah. awkwardly in the middle of the service, like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta get out. I'm, I'm ushering, yeah. I'm ushering this week. Hey, let me, sorry, sorry, Beth, let me walk, let me get by you here. Yeah. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, pads on the pews or straight, straight hey, lumber? You're just, you're digging around. Pads, of course. Pads. Really? Yes. Why? I rode the pine in high school for the basketball team. I don't want to ride the pine. Every I'm sorry. Sunday. If you're sitting in a pew, it's it's not supposed to be comfortable. Well, <laughs> okay, you are just getting too far into this right now. <laughs> what does it matter? I mean, I w- if I'm sitting in a chair, I want a little cushioning on that chair. All right. Yes. If we can, if we can spend the extra money to carpet the floor, we can put the mats in the seats. Come well, on. Well, yeah, all the money I'm saving from my hand-me-down hymnals, and not. <laughs> and Think of all them rainforests you killed forty years saving? ago. Saving? No, no, they're hand-me-downs. Forty years they're, they're ago, hand-me-downs. you killed them all. My papa gave me those hymnals. <laughs> Tell me I'm killing a tree. I'm saving no. a tree, but I'm buying a new one. He did. He did. Uh, sure, fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, your idea. Okay, this one's definitely gonna tick people off. Okay, um, here we go. Now we, it's Bible for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your congregation wearing now? Um, I can't. I can't. I will go first. Uh, I can't stress this enough. If you see me out on campus, or you see me at Emmanuel on Sunday and you're wearing something that I'm not going to prescribe and you don't have to rub it in and saying, ha ha ha, I'm not wearing what you want me to wear. I don't think this is binding on Christians. Okay. So please don't, don't freak out. Um, also this is not necessarily a rule you have to enforce in your church, but this is just something where if you could do a bird's eye view every Sunday, this is what you'd want people to wear. You know, this is about to um, be fire when there's a book of disclaimers before he gives his Well, I mean, fire or just <laughs> offensive. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, a, I, I don't, okay, so um, I obviously there are some some no-goes, right? Um, I don't want to speed up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. right. I mean, obviously, there, there's you know there has to be a line we all draw somewhere. Yeah, you have to have clothes. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. Um, I, I don't no shoes, no shirt, no worship. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, also, I, I'm holding members to a different standard than I'm holding Johnny from across the street that just stepped in one day. Okay. Um, my members are in are in like a covenant, what community with me as. The, 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 the hypothetical, hypothetical pastor, pastor. Um, so I'm going to hold them to a different standard obviously but I think just a general sweeping comment I want everyone to look like they tried to get ready and tried to present themselves Okay. Um, I don't, it doesn't have to be a shirt and tie it doesn't even have to be a collared shirt um, I want your hair done I don't think that's too much to ask um no, I'm I'm serious. I'm sorry. I'm I can't hear that, lady. I can't do my. Hair. He wants them I, curled. I can't do my hair, man. It's too short. Okay, well then I I guess for you it does it this, and if those of you can't see, I just pulled my hat off. It's bad. This is bad. This shows me okay. that you've got better places to be on on, on Sunday morning. Um, 
again, you don't, I, I don't care if you wear shorts. Just look like you want to be there, yeah. like you actually put just a smidge of effort in. Um, and that's really, that's really yeah. all, all, I, all I care about. Which I know the cutoff, like for me, I know the cutoff um, is there. For everybody like i expect everybody to look nice and i think looking nice looks a certain way yeah um but i think that varies from person to person i agree so I'm as long as you turn this light on so, you can okay. keep talking as long as you um you yourself choose to look nice in your way because i know like some people feel nice when they wear khakis or slacks or a three-piece yeah. suit I felt like, see, my normal attire is ball shorts and a t-shirt yeah. and a hoodie, you know? So when I went to church, I always wore jeans, okay? So that was my nice attire, was jeans and, like, an, like a striped Abercrombie shirt or something like that. Like, I didn't even mm -hmm. wear, like, polos. But I made the effort, and, like, it's my respect of church that I dressed nice. So yeah. as long as we can see that you have dressed nice to your own standards reflecting the respect for the church yeah. I'm fine with it no, I agree so, yeah, I, I will agree with that um, I do think you should definitely you need to look you need to try you need to try yeah. that's all I want now I, I don't ever want my church to be a group of people that try to turn somebody away who I doesn't, agree who oh, doesn't yeah. look good I agree you, know, you come in and you got ball shorts on and a torn up t-shirt cool we'll, we'll, we'll vibe with it yeah um, I agree yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm definitely thinking you should try. Everybody's yeah. try is different, mm -hmm. like Matt said. Everybody's means to clothes are different. You know, I, a lot of the times if I'm if I'm serving, like in the kids or something, I wear jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, whatever you go. Whatever. But if I'm in the sanctuary, you know, mm -hmm. I wear Hawaiian shirts a lot. Yeah, you do. That's fun. But it's a step up from what I'm, you know, it's. I mean, you can also pull those off. Somebody else tries. I that. do. I, it is <laughs> but I mean, I, I agree with that. Like, you need to you need to try. Yeah. Because like. It just shows a lack of a lack of reverence and a yeah. lack of like if you can't put the effort into just putting on something other than ball shorts and a t shirt to come to church. I know, I agree. And what, what what's funny is, wow, you say that around too many people today, uh -huh. and you're gonna be called a Pharisee. Yeah. And two, let me go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and tack this on. Dress modestly. Oh yeah. Don't oh come, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't come into church with ladies. Don't come to church with stuff hanging out. Guys, don't, don't come, come into church with stuff like, hanging with out. Straight cut off or like if you, you know. can look like from the side and see like your beer belly or something yeah. like that yeah. you know, like so those like, straight cutoffs like, you know even like me like like again that falls under trying yeah just try and but also like you Respect. know God, God's called us to modesty yeah and how we yeah. dress and how we act so just we have to that's that's my big thing yeah. honestly I, yeah. I would almost say modesty means more to me than <clears throat> the attire itself the attire itself yeah, the yeah. oh yeah I agree I, I agree. agree so yeah um, okay so Small side comment. Say you have a very affluent church member, okay? Has a little bit of money. Comes in wearing a $1,500 suit every Sunday. Um, is, it, is that a problem, do you think? Or I mean, if that's their level of respect, if that's how they show that they've tried. Yeah. Because obviously, if you have that amount of money, then, right. I mean, like, you're going to be walking up and down the street like you're gonna go lift and like right Lou Luella stuff Luwalu something like that Lulu 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 that's it there you go yeah Lulu oh, you're a person really, but anyway really quick to you know that Mason I, I have a pair oh I'm sorry oh, I'm not I'm, I'm not ashamed I, I mean taste. if you go like like, like <laughs> if you work out in Yeezys 
you know, then your level yeah. of respect is going to be that fifteen hundred dollars yeah. seat. I think so. it'd be like a check your heart kind of thing, of course. Now, my pastor's got a fifteen hundred dollars suit on. We got a problem. Ooh. What if he owns one fifteen hundred dollars suit and wears it every Sunday? Why does he have a fifteen hundred dollars suit? Suits aren't cheap. No, but there's no. Well, a high end suit. Let's say a high end expensive. So suit. let's okay. Let's let's just expand on that then. If my pastor's on the stage in a fifteen hundred dollars suit, a Rolex. Oh, okay. Hold bell. on, hold on. That's what he's saying. He's I'm saying the if vibe my, of if my fifteen hundred dollars suit and a Rolex are not the same thing. They are. Why would you pay fifteen hundred dollars for one suit? A suit, pants, the shoes sometimes come with it. Socks, shirt, tie. I bought them for three hundred dollars before. Uh, that's different than a Rolex, though. But what I'm saying like is, a Rolex can get thirty thousand dollars. The principle behind it. Are you dressing? If you're listening to, look to this, good? your Rolex is really cool. It, it goes back to the heart, the heart thing. If you're dressing to look good, in the way of, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think I would instantly condemn a pastor who's just wearing nice things. Obviously, there's a. Obviously, I think there is a. Okay, I think it's more of. Setting yourself above everyone else, thing. Yeah. You. No. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Yes. So that's a thing. Like, if he's intentionally trying to show that I am above, okay, that's the problem. Yeah. But also, I mean, if he wears like that nice of a suit, then like, if uh, like some of these pastors rake in the money, like some of them, it depends on the congregation, depends on location, yeah. and stuff like that. So respectful and nice to them might be a fifteen hundred dollar suit, a two thousand dollar suit. I don't know. So. Um. I would also have to make sure that no one in my congregation needed a single penny mm. before I. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah, okay. I, that's where I'm kind of. Okay. From. Yeah, no. I would I, agree with that. Am I using my money for myself in a, in the right way as yeah, a pastor? Yeah. yeah. yeah no. And yeah. That makes sense of the congregation. Yeah. I'm. 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 Okay. I'm okay. okay with that. All right. Um, okay. Next question. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. This, this one's kind of goofy. Um, coffee in the sanctuary, or we'll just open drinks in the sanctuary, not alcohol. Um, open. Someone's got a pop can. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I drink coffee with it. in service. I'd rather just water, because just, I mean, just I water. enjoy views. You get. We'll open this up to food too. We'll open this up to. Nah, I'd, I'd say water. So food, just water. Food, What's I the difference? Kinda... I'm just. I'm like still going to say water. Well, there's more with it. So, like, if I I I grab my my cup with a lid on it, drink coffee in the morning when I come in the service. No, yeah, I take that back. Easy, like keeping my water and coffee. But if I'm eating, like what, like I'm eating. Yeah, I'm not about to be up there, like having my preacher up there while somebody's munching down some cheeses. Like I'm not talking about you as the preacher. I'm talking about your your congregants. I mean, again, that's what I'm saying is like I don't want the preacher up there giving a message while like you can hear somebody munching on some cheeses on the other side sanctuary. So you're just doing it from a distraction perspective. Like you don't want to distract other people. I don't want it to distract. Okay. I mean, I, I just don't, I just, to me, there's no, like, I mean, I'm not going to say restrictions on what, like, what we eat. Right, 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 but, like, yeah. preferably, like, I drink coffee, so I'm okay with that. I don't really want, I don't really want, um, I don't want food to necessarily, you know. Right. This is my thing, because I feel like there's just more to food. It's a full, like, you know what I mean? I'm doing, it's going to yeah. distract, it's going to distract me. Yeah. Too, okay. All right. Um, let's see. Let's get into. Uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit. To describe your sanctuary. 
Um, obviously, we've, we've talked about the pew thing a little bit. Um, Matt, you said a gym, so this would be your time to elaborate on that a little bit. Um, what do y'all think as far as the sanctuary? Just give me your layout. Well, I mean, as a, I mean, I said I really kind of just like, like I don't mind a gym, mm-hmm. and I mean, I mean, you can go worship anywhere. Right, but, right. I mean, my ideal sanctuary isn't a gym per se. Okay. It is like, I don't think a gym would have balconies. So I mean, can, I really I mean, enjoy can, the balconies. You can make, or remember, well, this, I mean, I know you this can. This is all but, hypothetical. Like, I know, I know. So I'm really kind of liking the, um, like, maroon carpet type deal. I do like burgundy. On a slant, go, yeah, burgundy. Yeah. Uh, going on a slant, burgundy. Toward toward the front, toward the pulpit, you know. So uh, the people in the back, I mean, <laughs> the see yeah, kind of like a slant. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, what if, like. Old Miss Betty's in a wheelchair, and she well, gets. Well, Old Miss Betty will take the handicap spot down at the front. Get some speed going down the hill. Yeah. I mean, she <laughs> won't have to. She can. Uh, we got a handicap spot down at the bottom of the hill for her. Oh, she wants to sit up in the back. The well, then, t- tough. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to risk it, little Miss Betty, Karen. But, I, mean, I think most you know. wheelchairs have like the wheel brakes, and you can yeah. kick on one of the brakes. But the... I mean, I don't think they're going to go fast and furious. Hopefully, Walt. Yeah. Hopefully, Walt has a hold of the back. Of the <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some. Uh, well, I mean that is it. I just I kind of like I like the carpet. I like big open sanctuary with um, okay. with balconies. I like angled. Okay, angled pews. So one straight row. In the oh middle. yeah, and then yeah, you got a two forty five. Yeah, yep, I like so the that. stage in the middle. Yeah, um, balconies. Not balconies. Dang. I don't. Not a big stage. I want more. Mm, no, this is tough. I don't want a big stage. I want to be able to have but a I want Christmas play. I want a big year. altar. I like okay. that. Okay. I would make that happen. Okay. But I want a big space for people to come down, you know, that kind of thing. But I do like the 45 degree, three three rows, 45 degree. I like yeah. that. I think it gels well. Are y'all doing a pulpit? Or are you just going to have your preacher pulpit. hobble across stage I with like the microphone? The I like a pulpit. Pulpit? I like a pulpit. Okay. All right. Um, I, I actually really like... The Gatliff Sanctuary. I do too. Minus um, the big stage. I wouldn't want yeah. the stage. The I'd want something a little bit shorter, um, with like Cade said, a smaller stage, but a, a, a nice big old meaty pulpit. That uh, <laughs> people can sinners can fall on their face. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tears galore. Um, and there's room for everybody. <laughs> um, stained glass. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I yeah. do. I do really, really, really like like the stained glass. Yeah. Um, next. Okay. Uh, next, we're gonna do a build a preacher. Um, so, this is not Stephen Furtick. <laughs> um, remember, we are not we are not the the, the, the preachers in this church. No. We are kind of a bird's eye view. We're kind of building it from a like you know like a Sim City kind of thing. We're building this okay. from afar. Um, so, mine's really janky. Really describe. Well, describe your preacher. Oh, boy. Um, if you want to make the case for a woman preacher, this is now your your, your chance. Um, not necessarily the 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 worship or the the service style. Uh-huh. We'll get to that later. Um, this is just your preacher, and we'll even include his preaching style. Mm. So, what do you mean by? I mean, we, we'll get to the style. No, I, well, no, I mean like what? 
I mean, are we talking physical bill? Is this like Madden? Um, Madden? We're I mean, if you want to get that sure, detailed, yeah, you can. Sure, yeah. I mean, I mean but like, am I, yeah, yeah, am I talking about what he what he excels at? Like sure, personality wise, yeah. Okay. yeah. I okay. think, and like, I think it'd be funny to even like talk about his physical qualities. You know? Okay, that's fine. We're having fun. We're so we're having fun. My ideal pastor, um, he's going to be about six foot two. Oh wow! Yeah, I want a big oh, guy. I want a posing figure. A beard. Mountain. Big beard. Mountain man. Big beard. Got it. A, not a deep voice. I want him to have Paul Washer's voice. Constantly on the verge of tears. Okay. Um, I want a guy that is going to be faithful. This is, and these are my two big ones. I want him to preach scripture weekly, expository preaching. Amen. Yeah, I, want, I, agree. I want him to pick, not a verse, I want a, pa- a, a chunk of scripture. Yeah, I agree. And I want him to preach it verse by verse. Expound on what each first means. That's yeah. my style of preaching. That's what I like. Amen. Then, Amen. then I want him to be faithfully committed to stewarding and shepherding the congregation that he has been given. Okay. Right. I want him to be involved in the lives of everybody in his congregation. Amen. And yeah, to yeah. genuinely like pursue, you know pursue them, make sure they're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I want him also to cling and really, really, really take a Sabbath. Okay, yeah. I want him to yeah. value the Sabbath as well. So, like, I'm thinking... You might take, like, a Thursday night and just... I, well, I'm thinking one day a month. Okay. Oh, okay. You mean, like, a big, big, big... I, I want a big Sabbath. Like, I'm okay. talking one day a month. I want you to take the day off. Do not come to the church. Don't talk to anybody. Spend time by yourself. Spend time with your family. Yeah. That thing. That's my... Because I, I don't want to work a hog. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is he... Is he bivocational? Yes. Okay. I don't... Um, I, I adhere to bivocational ministry. Is he... Did he go to seminary? Yes. To teach from the pulpit, yes. Okay. As the head pastor, lead pastor of the church, yes. Okay. I, um, yes. You don't care. I'm just going to go ahead not, and say Okay, mine. let me say this. Just, After me, him. No, let me just, not, it does, I, don't, I don't say just, like, seminary. I want him to have, it doesn't have to be specifically seminary. Like, if a guy went over from Cumberland's and had the Masters of Christian Studies, I'm fine with that. Okay. I don't have to. I'm not yeah. saying you have to go to seminary. Right, right, right. But, but like, yeah, I want. I um, want some. I want a biblical education. Yes. Okay. Okay. I um, reason I want to go after you is, I agree 100. percent Like that's all the things that I was going to say about mine. Except, oh I want him to be shorter than me. Like oh. if he's five ten. Oh, this is a confidence <laughs> thing. No, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, like okay. So when I went to the Pentecostal church, <laughs> the preacher was about six three, six four. And he was about 340 pounds oh, with a beard. And uh, whenever he spoke, he gave the uh, the paragraphs mm-hmm. of Scripture. But I was more afraid of him than I was anything. Like, I was afraid of him and not the Scripture. Okay. Okay, so I feared him, not the Scripture. So it distracted me. So me personally, mm-hmm. okay. like a little fireball of a man, a little, uh, I mean... Okay, so I guess it'd be easier for me to say what I don't want a preacher. I don't want you to be like a, a buck twenty, you know, no okay. matter your height. Like, okay, you, like I, I, I don't even a buck twenty. I mean, so I'm that's just saying, pretty easy like, to well, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be able to hold your own if you, uh, you know, okay. you not overweight though. Not overweight, but okay, you yeah, know, you yeah. got. I gotta be able to tell. Not gro- like not grossly overweight. You, you, okay. Use because, a solid filler. Yeah, I okay. can tell. I like use that. a solid filler. And one thing that I. See, yeah, corn fed. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Short and corn fed. Uh, like you, like you played lineman uh, in middle school. But anyway, so 
One thing that I really look for is uh, the family aspect of the dude. Okay. I so want, he, he has to have a family. Yes. Has okay. to. I don't want him, like... I like that. Paul is my favorite. But I don't want my preacher to be... Like Paul? Like the family style of Paul. Like single, I don't need it, I'm content, and I'm not called to it. Like, I respect that, I like preachers like that, but I want a family guy. Okay. Like, I want a family man. I like, And I want him to adopt. I want, oh, to, okay. I want to notice like that. that this kid, not yours, and you adopted them. Like foster, foster okay. adoption, right. foster leading to adoption. Uh, see much time we, we have before I answer that. mine. We got about ten minutes left okay. on this one. I'll go ahead and answer mine. So I figure mine. we can finish the yeah. preacher talk. I'll, I'll answer mine and then we'll stop it. And, and then, then we'll, we'll finish the rest of it later. All right. So mine, um, mine's going to be a little bit different. I um, I don't know how much of y'all have actually read any of like Calvin's sermons or heard anything about the way you know Calvin was as a person. But I know what Tulip is. Um, <laughs> he was... Uh, I think he was very, very eloquent, um, okay. and I think I respond pretty well to a nice, well-constructed sentence. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like slang from the pulpit a whole lot. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't really care about his his, his physical stature, although Calvin was about five foot five, five foot four, five foot six, somewhere in there, and. I'm sorry? You went five to four. Five, five to four to six. six. It's four, five, six. It's fine. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, everyone. It's okay. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Um, it's just our personal preference. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, but um, as far as did he go to seminary? I would prefer a seminary degree from a head pastor. Um, I, don't, I don't think I necessarily would require him to be a family man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Paul and I think Paul did a phenomenal job preaching a whole lot. And I think he would make a phenomenal head pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like as long as someone in my church leadership, like there's someone I could go to for for some family, mm-hmm. you know. But it it, it doesn't right. have to be the preacher yep. per se that 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 has a wife and kids. Here's and, the important question, though, Mason. What? Where does he fall in the cry or the cry line? <laughs> now, is he is he is he David Platt who cries while he's telling you to open the Bibles at the beginning? Is he Francis Chan who cries, you know, as he opens the scripture, um, or is he Paul Washer who cries when he gets he's to telling the, people as he's telling people, "I love you so much, I don't want you to go to hell." Yeah. So, um, what's his so emotional stature? I don't. I don't. Again, again I, I think I would care more about the actual content. Of what he's saying, like his words mean more to me than than whether or not he's crying. If if, if he did cry, though, it would definitely be the Paul Washer cry, yeah, hands yeah, down. I agree with that. Um, sometimes I can't tell if if Platt and Chan are like whining or crying. If it's 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 something in between the two. Um, Jonathan Edwards Edwards was one who could yeah. just monotone as can be, yeah. and I kind of. There's, I think there's, you can make a good argument for that, you know, like it's, he's not there to, 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 you know, it's not a show for him. He's just exposing the word. Yeah. So that's my, that's my ideal preacher. Uh, you want to add anything? Did, I, I was just saying, I don't personally, I don't necessarily have to have the 
elegance side of it. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm with you. I don't want slang. I don't want yeah. whatever. But I'm not opposed to somebody who is more yeah. common. You know, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I personally, I personally like. Yeah. Elegant, an elegant pastor, but at the same time, if I'm building a church, I probably want somebody that's. Yeah. 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 So we'll take the next four minutes. We won't end quite this early for this segment, but um, what about what about jokes from the pulpit? For what purpose? That's my point. All right. Like cool. if you say if like if you say yes, you're fine with the joke. You probably have to gonna have to explain some some well, context. Well, my uh, my preacher back home. He said, like, he has so many analogies. Like, he used one about, like, a like a, like a a group of flies that look like a worm or something like that. He, oh, like, he, yeah, like he, just, like, he just makes jokes throughout his sermon, but they but they mean something, too. Yeah. You know, so as long as the joke contributes to his message, and it's not just like, all right, guys, before I start, I have this really funny joke, and went, like, that, yeah. that thing, you know. Um, yeah. But I'd rather it have some sort of meaning. I agree with that. I mean, I, I'm okay with the occasional joke. Chuckle. I mean, even, I mean, like, like I, Paul Washer, I was listening to one of his sermons yesterday. He had, he had yeah. a couple, like, I'm not, I'm okay with it if it's not any, like, I need, I'm talking like, out of a 45 minute sermon, I want two and a half minutes, three minutes of jokes. If that. You know wow. what I mean? Like, I don't want there to be like, a lot, but I'm yeah, okay with it. A lot of sequential jokes. Um, I think I'm okay with occasional lightheartedness, if that makes sense. But again, and like maybe I'm just being too rigid, but I, I don't know if I want to turn it into like it, it's my job to get my congregation to laugh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's something just as, like as a principle from the top up. You know, I I don't know if I want my preacher to think, man, I've got to get him on the hook. Yeah. I need a like I need an icebreaker. Yeah. You know. Um, but again, I'm fine with the occasional lighthearted, you know, snicker. But I don't want him to work that into a sermon by any means. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so, I think this is going to end the first. Uh, part of it. We actually started rolling there for a minute, but um, we're about so, halfway done. What do we got left? Just so um, we can give them something to look forward we've to. We've got the next one. some juicy stuff communion, mm-hmm. baptism, altar calls, Ooh. church polity, Sunday school setup, uh, some different ministries, some extracurriculars, right? So things yep. you, yep. you do not necessarily on Sunday mornings, uh, guest speakers. Uh, the prescribed Bible translation of choice that's in your pews, if you have pews. Um, service style, we'll actually jump right into that because we're kind of on the on the topic. Um, membership, we're going to talk about membership. And we're going to talk about, um, are you going to have security? And are they going to be packing? Ooh, so It's a fun one. Yep. All right. Well, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and end this, and we'll see you in the next episode. All right, guys, we have started part two. We're back. We are going to try to speed up the second round because I know Matt's got somewhere to be. You guys probably have somewhere to be. Cade, I'm married. I want to go home. He's married, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we're going to jump right into uh, service style. Um, This may not be super controversial. That's kind of an ambiguous phrase anyways. We we got over the preaching style a little bit. Um, 
Describe a service, just a quick service for you guys. Okay, okay so just not just preaching style, just service. Service. service, yep. Okay. All right. I hate fellowship. The, the five-minute oh. five fellowship wow. period. Oh, wow. I know. I hate it. I Are can't stand it. <laughs> I know. I know. We're called fellowship. Sorry. Mm. I should have finished that sentence a little bit faster. Mm. But I hate the five-minute... Go say hi to somebody. Go give okay, them a hug. Okay, Go shake their fair. hand. Turn to your neighbor. That's like fair. I hate that. Okay. Okay. Um, I, 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 just, I think it takes away from everything. I know it gives the service time to transition, but you know you had time to say hi to people, and you have time you're, to say hi to people after. You're not wrong. So I mean, it like no, no. Wrong. We like okay. some people yeah. don't want to do that. Some people literally just walk in, listen, worship, do their thing, and leave. Yeah. All right. And. I don't like making them do do that. Yeah. All right. That's it. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a quick order of service. An order. Okay. This is my order of service. Is what I want it to happen. We walk in. We open with a. Uh, I want an opening for my pastor. I want him to open up. So you know, well, here we are this morning. We're gathered. I want him to pray. First two songs of worship. I want the worship guy to then pray. Mm-hmm. Then I want one more song. Then I want the pastor to come up. I want him to read scripture and then pray. Then I want him to do a sermon. I want him to pray. And I want the, the band to come up. I like it. I want invitation. I want them to close. I want them to pray. Then I want my I announcement like guy to come up. I want them to take uh, I want them to take offering. Then my announcement guy come up, make announcements, and close us in prayer. Right. So I, I like want it. a lot of prayer I like in my it. service because that's there's nothing more important. I like it. Matt, I'm going to disagree with you. I want that time of fellowship because I, I'm an introvert, but by gosh, when I'm on a Sunday morning, I want to talk to people. I yeah. want to shake your hand. I want to hug you. And, I'm and I will. I'm glad to see you Not here. in the middle yeah. of the service. Right, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I, I actually agree with Kate on this one. I, I think we should, like, I, I would love corporate prayer, I think, should like, saturate a well. service. Yes. Can I go yeah. as far as say this? I'm going to be crazy here. One Sunday a month, nothing but prayer and worship. I'm no sermon. Crazy. No sermon. I'm gonna get crazy. Um, I would disagree. Only in the sense that part of like the reformation, like part of what marked a church was the preaching of the word and the preaching of, of the gospel. And I think like the preaching office is a necessary function. So I think something has to be taught and teach and preached during the service. But I'm not opposed to a a, a very long you know corporate like program. intentional section yeah. of corporate of corporate worship. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, if there's anything else I would add. I like the call and response stuff. I know that's outdated, but um, the or like e- like even like the whole congregation stands up and reads a passage together. In I, like, I do like that. I like I like getting everyone on the same page. If you have the same translation. If you have the, yeah, the, it, it kind of hurts when everyone's reading out of fifteen different translations. Yeah. But um, okay, so we're gonna try to stay true to our uh, time here. Let's talk about. Uh, We'll get into membership. Um, we can cut some stuff out and focus on some of the things that yeah. we want to talk about. So um, that's now, all, yeah, like okay, so polity and membership are going to kind of be wrapped up in one. Okay. Um, how how stringent are you going to be? Like, are you going to take the Mark Deaver approach and cut, you know, eighty percent of your congregation down because they don't fit the biblical model of what it means to be a member? Um, are you going to kind of have loose, fluid gates um, with who's in your church, who's out? Are you even going to make it an important 
topic of discussion to make sure you, that you, the people in your church know that it's important to be a member? Are you going to preach so about it much? So we're focusing on membership. On right membership. Now. I personally take membership pretty seriously. But I want to hear y'all's opinion. I mean, uh, with I mean, again, with my experience as a church hopper, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a member of anywhere until yeah. I got baptized here at Emmanuel. You know, if you go to church, you're there. Yeah. Like you, like you're there to worship. You're there to learn. You're, you're. I mean, you're there to commune. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if you're there regularly, I would assume that you would eventually become a member. Like if you're faithfully going to that church, you know, then yeah, you probably should. But. I mean, me personally, I never got that chance until now, and now even then, I only get to do it when I'm yeah. at yeah. school. So, it's not a huge deal for me, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Um, I don't, so, I, I, if you're going to, I think if you're going to be, if you're going to be in the church for an extended period, then you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm an owner in a manual. Like, if you're going to be there for an extended period, multiple years, Yes. You need to take membership in the church because you're actively worshiping in the church. Yeah. However, um, I think a lot of people, you know, if you're if you know that you're going to be moving and you're going to be following God's calling to different places. Yeah. Whatever. I, I I value more like are you in that community all the time like with that church? Yeah. More than the membership thing. Um, I don't agree with uh, necessarily. How do I put this? I don't agree with all the official document stuff with membership that we do. I don't, I just, whatever. Um, I do think, though, that a lot of churches are way too lax on the initiation of membership. I agree. It shouldn't just be, they. these people come up, let's take a vote by raising hands. I don't like that. I do like what Emmanuel does is you have to go through a class. A yeah. Series of class. You say, I want to be an owner. You go through the class. We They teach the yep. vision, the mission of the church. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think we have to, and then on the flip side, like, we have to, hold our, our members accountable yeah mm-hmm. like if you're if you're living if I, once I take that pledge of membership like I'm, a, I'm pledging to accept rebuke be accountable to other people mm-hmm. yeah. so we have we do have to take it more seriously mm-hmm. than that. so yeah yeah um, I I think I would take church membership pretty seriously my church back at home does um, my church has excommunicated people uh, my church administers pretty is, is pretty honest with uh, the call to church discipline uh, it's actually a command i would say um i i i want my pastor to know whose sheep are his and who he is going to have to intercede for and give an account for one day um and i want my members to know that they are in a covenant with community with other members in the congregation um and i i think those boundaries are actually pretty well defined especially in the book of acts but um we'll move on from the not a lot of uh, abrasion there, didn't seem like. Uh, communion. Okay. This is one that's actually been uh, weighing on my heart a little bit. I don't know if I've heard a great argument for not doing communion every Sunday. Um, every time you fellowship, I don't see why we shouldn't do communion. I've heard, you know, it's, it's too expensive to buy everything. I've heard... As far as the like, squeezing it into a schedule, it would take too long in a service. Um, I've heard all kinds of stuff, but I, I haven't heard anything that would really, really make me consider doing it quarterly or annually or monthly. What do y'all think? And um, I, I, I like the, uh, the the chalice and you dip the bread in the grape juice. But that's the most expensive way because you actually have to have really, really nice bread for that. Yep. Um, but... As far as the method, I'm not as picky as the method. 
Um, I, I, I do think only members need to take communion or someone who is a believer, um, which as far as the latter, it's hard for the, the church to know who's a believer and who's not if they're a guest. Mm-hmm. But um, if there's someone in the congregation that's obviously not a believer, I don't think they need to take communion. Yep. Um, that's a big. That's a big topic. You, you, Lord's Supper is a big one. Yep. But just your all's outline thoughts. I um. I'll be honest. I had never taken communion until mm-hmm. I got to school. Yeah. Like no church I had ever gone to. I didn't know what communion was. I thought it was Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like straight up. Um, so I got, I got the cornerstone and they did communion one day. I was like, am I doing this right? You know? Yeah. Um, and I ate and drank everything right before everybody else did. Like, so I was yeah. like looking around I didn't have anything. So I was like, oh shoot. But anyway, um, yeah, I thought I did it wrong. I thought I sinned, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but you know, I, over the past few years, I've realized that like it, it's important. Like, yeah. it, like it, like, and even that time that you have to do communion, when you sit and reflect on Christ for that few seconds, like how yeah. Emmanuel does it, like that's important to me. Like that, yeah. that kind of hits different to me. Yeah. Um. So, I'm gonna say yes. We're gonna do it. Do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. Yeah. Um. I would like to do it every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't adhere to. But at the same time, from a practicality standpoint, and for me, and I mean, Mason, I talked about this the other day. Yeah. I I'm a I'm more in favor of uh, twice a month every other week, because I think that just by human nature, what we tend to do is if something is every week, we yeah. grow tired of it, and we grow we lose its it loses its allure to us, even the most devout of us. Yeah, and I think that um, like I wish I could take like I I would love to take communion every week personally. I'm, yeah. Like I'm, I agree with you too on the method. I, I prefer the chalice and the bread dip. I, that's the best way. But um, I also think there's just such a we don't teach that. Like there's such a, a there's a danger. Yeah. To not take communion seriously and not as a, a non-believer to take yeah. communion. Yeah. There's a danger to that. Yeah. Like God, God strikes people down. Like we have to. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Paul to, warns about like yeah. not examining your heart before. Uh, so, before, so before like taking, yeah, I think that we have to all, we have to know we have to understand that too within the communion is like. Mm-hmm. Making sure as a church that we we really really preach like what how important this is because if not like people are gonna people God's gonna have some wrath for people. Oh, I know. So yeah. you know, I would love to do it every week, but I think more practically, yeah, twice a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. well, maybe we'll have to do just a week on the Lord's Supper yeah. one, once because I think I think it's an I think it's a neglected. Yeah. Dude, I just want to add this too. Uh, I think the bread and the chalice. I, I know it's not about this, but I think it tastes better. Yeah, man, like those, like those uh, oyster crackers and grape juice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, next, we're talking about baptism. Uh, that's a big, big, big one. So I'm going to limit the discussion a little bit. Um, are you going to have a, a baptistry or are you going to do like Emmanuel does and, and like have a trough, have a trough yeah. which is, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I like it. Um, or I was baptized in the Creek. Yep. Um, which, the church owned the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, and then, I don't want to talk about, what well, frequency uh, of baptism? As it, as it happens. As, as the need arises. As yeah, the need as arises. The need. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to force. I agree with that. I don't, I don't like scheduled baptism days. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think I what happens is people have, then, 
what we do is like, oh, okay, well, we're going to do baptisms in three weeks. So somebody maybe that was decided, like, I want to do this, I want to pursue. They're pulling the, they're the yep. Ethiopian eunuch. They're like, I'm, I'm ready. What's stopping me? Yeah. And then they, they, they get fear, and they, you know, yeah. families come in and talk to them. Yeah. So yeah. that, and they lose that. Yeah. Too. But they yeah, I agree with. I don't like a baptistry, personally. I want. I, I like the trough. I like. Um, I like the creek. I, I don't. Well, I don't know. I just don't. I don't really care that much. I guess. Yeah, I really don't. Like, I don't want a big elaborate baptistry that's like see through and all that. Oh like, yeah, I just don't yeah, want that. Yeah. This just takes it to its yeah. I don't really care. Well, how you get baptized? As, as long, long as, as like you're being dunked. As long as it's submersion baptism like in water. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I've also seen like the sprinkling. Yeah. I've also seen like the pouring course. stuff. You know, but like, well, the thing what happened was, my grandmother got really close to the end, mm-hmm. so she, uh, she couldn't actually get baptized. Yeah. She had been yeah. a Christian, but she was never able to be baptized. Yeah. You know, um, and she that was one thing she wanted to do. Yeah. So she was in the hospice bed, and mm-hmm. they. Did the thing for yeah. it right there. So, yeah. like, for me, that's perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, that happens so, a lot in uh, in war, too. You have right, a lot yeah. of soldiers that will get sprinkled because yeah. there's just, you're um, in Afghanistan. I mean, there's... <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't really care um, the method, but I, I do want to emphasize that, like, Kevin, if you're listening to this, I really love how your church does it. If somebody makes the decision in church uh. to be saved and they get saved in church... Then they are baptized then and there. I really like that. Like I do not like delay. I like, that. like if like if it is clear that yeah. it is true, yeah, and that there has been thought behind it, and as long as they like they are sure like they're saved. See, I have to have that Let's conversation with the person and be sure. So I because I, yeah. I had a student yeah um, this past semester mm-hmm. that got saved in my truck on a ride back from an event we were doing mm-hmm. and we were having baptisms the next morning mm-hmm. and we talked through it and you know I talked to his parents yeah. and I determined that that was his next step obviously yeah um, so I yeah I agree with this. Here, here's the question who baptizes that's that's where I was going next okay. and we don't let's be quick on it though. yeah yeah no 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 elaborate explanation I don't but, care um, like, like that, are you gonna let that's my answer I don't care you don't care at all anybody really yeah okay well, go ahead I mean, I, I, like, well, I mean, like, they have to be a spiritual leader. A spiritual Preacher, leader. Preacher, like, you baptize me, or you help baptize me. I mean, I, I baptize a lot, so. Hmm. Like, a preacher needs to be present, but I don't necessarily think that yeah. they have to. I don't think it has to be a pastor that baptizes you. I agree. I, I think it's the person. I agree. I think it's the person that walked it out with you. The spiritual leader. Like, if I if so, I led somebody to the Lord, I should be a part, like, I should take part in their baptism. Yeah. Because... That's it. I'm taking yeah. that. That's even the next step of accountability with my relationship with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? This this just I just this just dawned on me is we're, I'm, I'm going to skip the communion baptism and we're going to have a week on just the sacraments in general yeah, because yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I have a little bit of a challenge on that, but we'll wait till we talk about the the sacraments in general. Um, altar calls. Are you all doing altar calls in your service? Yes. I know it's a broad, you know, the term altar call is kind of broad, but... I can end it back the end of the sermon. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it, um, but I re- I'm going to require that if, somebody, if anybody comes up, that my one of my deacons or an elder or myself, whoever's my, my church leadership is going to talk to that person immediately after service. 
Yes, I, I agree. Because I there's just too many people come up and pray, and then nothing ever, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do revival style, come to the altar, raise your hand, bow your head, give your life to the Christ. Thing. Yeah. I won't yeah. do that. Yeah, that I don't believe in that. So. I, um, I'm not going to do it every week. I like um, the two week, every three week, something like that thing. Like, I yeah. don't want to do an altar call every week and be like, if you feel it, get yeah. up here. You know, I'm not doing it. Like what you yeah. said. Like um, if you do something every week, it loses its meaning. And there are going to be a lot of impulsive people. I like, there's, like there's going to be somebody up there every week doing the same thing. I like more of a time of, I guess it's called a time of reflection. Yeah. 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 In that, that post-sermon reflection yeah. to a song. Like I'm going to give like the... The altar's open. Talk, yeah, the altar's come, open. Yeah. And if you need to talk, come yeah. talk to us yeah. now or after yeah. the service okay. or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not going to say, let's do it right now. Everybody, if you feel it, get up. Like, I, no, yeah. because a lot yeah. of people, like, again, a lot of people have that stage fright type deal. They don't want to walk down there. Yeah. And if that's how they feel, the only way that they can get to talk to somebody about, then yeah, there it is. Um, so I would, how I would do it at my church, I think, is I don't think I would actually build it into the program i don't right, think i would right, block right. off a time and yeah. say this is altar call time yeah i agree um i would want my preacher to preach the gospel in such a way that my feel needed. that the holy spirit will call someone to yeah. repentance i like that um yep I and like i would i would i'd set the president the precedent very early at this church that 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 is always open but i'm not going to make my i'm not going to say i'm so, not going to have my pastor so you're going to have this our song of reflection post sermon um are you going to have that time available yes okay yes but like i don't like i, I don't, I don't even think i would it. yeah i don't even think i'd broadcast it just close the sermon out pray yeah i'd say like it, like if the seed of the gospel did its job you're going to end up here yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. um okay so awesome Polity, we'll, we'll we'll skip polity a little bit. Um, actually, no. We'll, we'll so. I have no idea what that means. Polity is church government. Um, okay. We already said we're Baptists. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the the Baptist you know the Baptist denomination is kind of a hodgepodge of theology. No one really knows what's going on sometimes. Um, everyone in favor of a plurality of elders? Yes. Yes. Right. You don't want you don't want one pastor and fourteen no, deacons. I want, I want elders. No. Okay. Awesome. Well, then we, we, we won't talk about that very much. Um, let's see. Sunday school set up. Are you guys going to have a Sunday school? Are you going to call it Sunday school? What kind of Sunday school classes are we having? I'm going to no. do Sunday school after the service. Okay. Like, I don't like um, Sunday school, like, for kids. And yeah. you get there an hour early yeah. and then have a real service. I don't think I like that. Like I'd rather have you like, don't a like it right now, or you didn't like it as a kid. No, I don't like it. Okay. Like I don't like the whole like you're here super early to do like an actual class and then go to the service. Like yeah. that just that takes away from the service. I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna do like if you want to stay for like a Sunday school like lesson or a Bible study right after. Yeah. Then yes, yeah, so or like a kids? dive deeper. Well, I mean, I know that your church does like, uh, like a Sunday school for like. Older people. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. Right. Like so I guess I need to be specific. For kit for anybody, nothing before the service. Interesting. Now I agree with that. Um, but even even for kids I think was like prayer meeting before? Because I, I mean I, I would say that's some kind of Sunday school esque well, type activity okay. that precedes the I mean I, I mean we get 
group of us gather and pray at seven. Yeah, leader leaders. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't. All right, yeah, that, that, that's I don't. Different. I don't agree with Sunday school principles. I don't Sunday like school. I do. I like the life group model of mm-hmm. have people in your home during the week. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I'm even okay with like a Sunday night. I'm more in favor of don't have service on Sunday night. Have a life group. I like okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. And that's one we miss is we didn't talk okay. about like service time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a life group guy. I say don't do anything on Sunday. Other than a service. service, and if you want to have a life group that night, that's fine. I like that. But too. host it in your home. Okay. And then I think like for the like Sunday school for kids, if there needs to be one, I want it during the service mm-hmm. to get the kids out. Let the parents have time to work. Yeah. Out. Let the parents do their because like a lot of the, like I remember growing up as a kid myself, obviously, and I can't. <laughs> uh, Me too. Like I never really listened. Like I never understood what the preacher was saying. I couldn't hold the attention. Yeah. I just couldn't like yeah. Yeah. you speaking for an hour. I no, got I'm nothing. Not there. Yeah. So I'd rather be in a Sunday school class. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I think it needs to happen during. Uh, and okay. then like. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Cool. I actually love Sunday school. I love the idea of Sunday school. I think there needs to be a time, a small group teaching time, um, where. You actually talk about things that you you're not able to talk about in a sermon as much, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think there's a difference between a teaching time and life group. I think a lot of life groups kind of get rolled into just this. Let's just talk about our feelings. Let's kind of, and I, I think one of the roles of the church is to actually teach, teach. is to actually like you, that's what to actually learn something. And I don't think there's anything wrong. My church does a. A, a bunch of actually theology Sunday school classes. We've gone through, um, we've gone through all the creeds and confessions. We've gone through a systematic theology textbook in a mm-hmm. Sunday school class. Um, you're not necessarily able to do that from the pulpit as often, yeah. and I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that before or after the service on occasional Sundays, and you can swing in. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. just prefer. And I, I do agree that there needs, even in a life group setting, there needs to be a very, there needs to be an element of, of teaching. teaching, sound teaching. Yes. Now, but, and, do I think there should be accountability in how are you doing it, how are you doing in your walk with Christ? Yes. Yes. But yeah. I think that that more than just in a life group should fall on the individual leaders of that life group in time away from the life group. Yeah. I, I agree. agree. Okay. okay. I agree. This is good stuff. There's a dead moth in the wax. Um, is there a a particular ministry you want your church to excel in, to really, really pursue. Um, is there, I know, I'll give you an example. One one ministry that my church uh, hits really, really hard is prison ministry. We have a very, very, very good prison ministry. I'm a big uh, Upward fan. Okay. Upward basketball. Okay. I'm really, I'm like really into the sports. We did like a soccer upward. Yeah. Soccer there. Yeah, I for played. A time. I, yeah. I played. Me too. Soccer. I got kicked out for fighting. But um, so. Were you rebuked? I, yeah, I was rebuked. Okay. Um, but I, I really like the sports ministry. Um, I refuse to be a part of a church that doesn't value student ministry. Okay. Right up with the congregational ministry because I, I. You, as most, like my passion is student ministry. That's my thing. Yeah, I think that we're shifting. There's a shift in student ministry today that I've noticed that students want more. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to go deeper into theology. Yeah, and they want to learn more about God. They are like my experience, like, especially in Williamsburg here, is like kids are desiring to learn more. And I don't, you know, I don't 
we overlook students. We don't think they can handle it, but they can. Yeah. We just have to be able to teach it to them. Yeah. So I I want my student like I want my church to be known for sound biblical teaching. Yep. And, and being people of prayer, and then right behind that, student ministry to be up there at the top. Like I yeah. want I want people to know like my kid can come here and they're going to learn and learn scripture learn, yeah. and learn how to be a Christian. Yeah, I like so. it. I agree. Um, I would like to do, I think, some kind of, and my church, there's really no need for this because my church actually does it well, like just yeah. naturally, but some kind of senior citizen ministry, I think, is really neglected. I think I everyone likes to run to preschools, and that's I necessary, yeah. but there are people uh, in nursing homes who... End of life type ministry. End of life, yeah. uh, have, have, don't know the gospel, and yeah. we just forget about that's them. Good. I think we got time for maybe one more. Uh, let's see. We left. Quite a few. Uh, no, we're, we're actually doing pretty well. I'm gonna let's do one or one. two more. Uh, are you guys going to have guest speakers? And what kind of guest speakers? Um, guest preachers? There's a difference between a speaker and a preacher. Yeah. I do it just for the sake of giving the pastor a break, which I know that sometimes you can allow like a deacon or an elder. Yeah, like a different elder a to get an open preach. But um, I like it for the sake of giving the pastor a break to be able to sit where the congregation sits yeah, and yeah. see it from our perspective. Yeah, let's roll through um, I like the idea, if you have like a revival type thing, I like the idea of bringing somebody else in. Yeah. Maybe not every day of a revival, Yeah, but to tag team with, I like. I do like that occasionally. Um, I, I agree more with, I, I want my elders to step up and preach. Yeah. Or I, my, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, me I, too. I had another pastor or someone's staff mm-hmm. who was a bigger church, yeah. had them step in. Uh, I'm not big on, because you never know with guest speakers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. And guess whatever you don't yeah. know what you're going to get. So. Yeah. So uh, for me, um, I'm going to draw the line at it is a guest preacher, not a guest speaker. Um, my church doesn't do TED Talks. Uh, you, can, you can go to YouTube for that. Um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of a thing. It's going to be a teaching and preaching sound, speaker. Sound. It is, it's I, not going to be a motivation. Yeah, speaker. I have to know that they're, they're yeah, sound. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. You're, okay, if you have pews, assume you have pews. What Bible are you putting in the pews? New this King James. New King James. New King James, really? Straight up. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I just think it's a very good base, and like it has just enough King James in it. Yeah. But then it's also easy to read, and it's very straightforward, and mm. there's just no, there's no guessing with it. Not as much, at least, but I can't okay. generalize like I'll that, but King. I'm a big I'll New King, King James. I'm a New King, New King James guy as well. I think... For me, it's more of what I wouldn't put in the pews and what yeah. I would put in the pews. I put the I put the ESV, the I CSB, and the New King James. Would you put the message in there? No, not put the message right, in there. Cool. Um, I also I would I wish I could put the King James, but I probably wouldn't. Some yeah. people just yeah. Because like I'm trying to think of maybe the guy who doesn't know a whole lot yeah. sitting in my pew. I want him to pick up a Bible translation and be able to read it. Yep. Um, but I want something accurate. Yep. Um, I want something a little more formal, a little on the edge yeah. of formal. Yeah. Um, the NASB is a little too wooden. It makes great word studies, but I wouldn't hand it to a new believer, I don't think. No. Um, we'll get maybe one more in pretty quick. Uh, we answered some of these last ones pretty fast. Let's hit it. Just yeah. one more. Um, well, let's, let's do two more. How many do we have? Two okay. more. Two. Okay. Two more. Oh, let's do it. Let's go. Um, security. Are you going to have security? This one's kind of you know, a little bit wonky. Are you gonna have security? And if so, are they packing? Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. yes, and yes. We all in agreement. I would yeah. have my security. Now they wouldn't be at the door. They would be. Well, depends on again building wise. If we're all in one sanctuary, I'm gonna have them probably closer to the door or in the back pew, 
watching the door, good eyes yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. They are going to be carrying you. My pastor. Open. Oh, my pastor carry. Open. No. Right. That's what I was okay. about to ask. Not open. Yeah. Not open. I want. I, I want them concealed. That I want. My, I'm, I'm okay with my pastor having a gun. I'm okay. going to 100% agree with Caden. Okay. Yes okay. and pastor. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. So this is the last question. It's also going to be the funniest question, I think. Awesome. Um, and that is, explain your nightmare, Karen. <laughs> And how are you going to deal with her as the pastor? And then it, it, explain, like, the worst-case complaint she has. Oh. Oh, this is wow. deep. Right. Like, you're, <laughs> like, your typical Karen, how you're going to deal with her, what she wanted about this Sunday. So, Nightmare Karen. Um, well, let's, let's describe her first to try to her. give some time to think about well, it. No. We've got to be careful here. I don't want to. I don't want to accidentally single someone's mom. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll, I'm just gonna give you the complaint. She's complaining to me that um, she's complaining to me that there was not enough uplifting words. I didn't preach enough uplifting words to her, and she wasn't encouraged by my message. To which my response would be, "Sorry, sorry. The gospel is." It's offensive. It, it's offensive. It hurts. We're yeah. wretched sinners in need of a savior. That's mine, my nightmare scenario. I think mine is. Uh, I really. I can't really think of like a nightmare, but this is one that I get really ticked at. Um, when she comes up to me and says, "I don't think we said the bridge enough in the songs, but in my contemporary songs, we didn't okay. say this Here's, is how I fight my battles more times." Yeah. Than so my thing with the worship complaints is sometimes they're actually valid, and I think we a lot sometimes we discount a lot of worship complaints mm-hmm. and say, oh, they're just whining about the worship. Sometimes worship needs to be a little structured, a little bit better. But so, I'm saying like noticeably, like I can we did as many as we complaints. needed, yeah, and the sermon went great. But she's yeah. like, we should have did it more, you know. But that would have taken like three or four minutes away from the sermon. And yeah, it was a really banger sermon. Like I guess though, under those circumstances. That's my nightmare. Yeah. I think my nightmare, Karen, would be... Also, we, we have to answer how you're going to deal with her. Are you going to just oh. give it to her? Are you going to have one of the new deacons deal with her? No, uh-huh. I'm dealing with her. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, so I think my nightmare, Karen, would be a Karen that just fundamentally doesn't understand the function and role of the church. And so that she's she's really, really concerned about is there coffee available? Okay. Is there, yeah. you know, I'd like to install a tennis court am outside. I comfortable? My, am, am I, I comfortable? comfortable? I think is my, and that takes different, that yep. looks different yep. everywhere. Yeah. But I, I just, mine, I, I, I want to, I want, I don't, I would hate if someone came up to yeah, me and just didn't understand good. that as my job as a pastor, it's my job to preach the gospel and to shepherd yeah. those people around me and not to cater to your, to hoot if it's, if yeah. the coffee's not yeah. strong enough. Uh, well, I'll I'll revise mine or I'll change mine and then I'll say how I'll deal with her. I've seen this happen. So, this Karen, quote unquote, no offense to anybody named Karen. It's just a generalization. Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, this lady, the quote unquote, is um, she felt too convicted okay. from the one. service, and it was a very like it was a very straightforward and like this is it service, mm-hmm. but. She came to the pastor right after in front of everybody. This is, this is at the small Pentecostal church. And she goes, I feel like you were calling me out 
when the pastor actually had no clue yeah. that, you know, she just felt too convicted and made a scene. And yeah. that's my nightmare. And I would just say, that's what I felt led to say. That's when you look at her and you would say, praise God, the Spirit's moving yeah. in your heart. Yeah. yeah. All right. Real final ending question. Okay. Mason knows what's coming. Um, quickly, you have 10 seconds. Which version of Amazing Grace are we singing? Are we singing the OG? Or are we singing oh, the no. version? Oh, My no. chains are gone. Uh, Mason. Uh, OG with no hymn book. You have to have it memorized four parts. That's okay, beautiful. Matt. I don't have it memorized, so I can't give an answer. <laughs> I'm saying my chains are gone. It adds that extra element. Of, ah, all right. Hey, thank you guys. Doesn't need the element. Whatever. It's, it's I don't man, know. It's, it's, man, so... it's man written words. I've, I've, heard heard it. I've heard it so many times. I can, I can. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We will come back next week, hopefully with new material. Probably go a little bit more in depth on something next week. But uh, thank you guys. Thank you all. Have a good night. See ya.